0: Welcome back, agents, to another episode of Prime Tips. This time, we're doing a year in review for Ingress. Uh, we're going to go back and look at what's happened in Ingress throughout the year of 2020. Uh, look at a lot of highlights, things like battle beacons, portal scanning, virtual first Saturdays, didact challenge, uh, tessellation, a lot of things that happened that you may have experienced, but you don't remember happened. Uh, so we're going to go through it step by step and, uh, maybe get a little nostalgic as we go. So January 4th, uh, first Saturday, while Niantic is making some changes to the Intel map, they had some 504 errors and, um, uh, that was not a virtual first Saturday. That was an actual first Saturday. So it caused a little bit of uh, confusion. And I remember it happened in that way. Uh, January 7th, they started on January 7th and ended on the 17th. The Ingress team was working on the Intel map. And again, uh, it was on and off. But they were doing that work from 10 o'clock in the morning to 5 o'clock in the evening Pacific time. So it wasn't that bad. January 9th, Niantic created an official Telegram announcement channel. So they kind of officially adopted Telegram as their preferred method, I guess you would say, for uh, communicating with people outside. They also had their official channel uh, with that things that they posted there. January 10th, Niantic uh, shared new guidelines for mission days and opened up an application form. Um, so they had an no in-app registration, registration, no physical check-in, mission submissions through an application form. They had it all planned out, but uh with the year of COVID, uh that didn't really come into play very much. January 16th, uh new edition of the NL 1331X tour was announced and NIDEC opened the registration form and then on the 31st uh they had an update uh prime version 2.393 there's a lot of ui bugs and fixes um the one of the crucial components that was there is that they were still making that move from the older code to the newer code and the reason they had to do that is the older code had a lot of things that just wasn't supported anymore um they had you know one of the things was robo vm which was depreciated Since 2015, it wasn't even supported. Was dead. So, anytime they made any change to the gameplay, they could only make those changes on the server side. They couldn't do anything to the actual scanner itself. Uh, So, this is one of those changes that had a lot of those changes. The scanner was still kind of struggling uh, to run clean. You know, reboots and things like that. You got to remember that Redacted uh, was still running up to three months earlier. It was September 30th, 2019, when they discontinued, redacted, and turned it off. Uh, So that was one of those changes that made things better. And I think as we went through the year, we got to the point that we kind of forgot that this was a new scanner, you know, really only the first year for it, if you want to look at it that way. And it's running much better than it was at the beginning. Uh, Ingress at C 2 was announced, and it was supposed to be November 15th through the 22nd. Uh, COVID really kind of ch- just killed that idea. February 4th, uh, some new avatars show up. Uh, the Spiritualist, the Skeptic, the Alchemist, and the Dreamer avatars. So you can change your little icon to any one of those that you want. February 14th, uh, the deck Challenge starts. So the deck Challenge was uh, centered around putting out fields. Uh, so if you wanted to get that Direct Challenge badge, uh, the bronze level was 100 fields, silver was 300 fields, gold was 800 fields. Uh, as a group challenge worldwide, uh, the first level was to get 5.5 million control fields globally. And then the higher level for more rewards was to get 8 million. And when that first started, we didn't think we were going to make it, but uh, found out we were a lot better than what we thought. February 15th, new update, 2.40.1, a lot of UI and bug changes. Uh, This was a big one because when I saw this change, I thought, oh my God, why didn't we do this before? Before this time, whenever you hack something, it would show each item in a picture by itself. I think it was in the middle of the screen. It would go away and then the next item and then the next item and the next item. In, In this change... Uh, when you did a hack, it would get up to three items that would be in a vertical column and slide off to the left-hand side. And I was like, oh, that's genius. I mean, you just reduce the amount of time that you have to go through that animation. So it was a really good change. Uh, also, the inventory carousels uh, start to show up, the groups of items allowing you to recycle and and uh, to manage things. It's there. February 18th. Uh, Niantic, uh, collaborates with Ficto to create a, a Ficto original. Uh, I did download it. I did look at it and I think it died soon after. So, you know, one of those ideas that they tried to, you know, expand the brand a little bit and it just really didn't go over well. February 19th, uh, a world record is set. Uh, Agent Roliones, uh, known in his area for changing factions every time he recursed, he cursed a lot. Figured out a way to make it to level 8 rather quickly. So he happened to be doing this during a a double XP window, AP window. Uh, So he figured out that if he could flip a lot of fields at one time, he could make all the stuff he needs. So he went from level 1 to level 8 in 10 seconds. Uh, He did this by creating 750 fields as an enlightened agent. Had them all going back to one. Uh, anchor portal, then didn't have that portal, you know, protected with shields or anything. When he flipped, he, right away, he took 10 seconds to kill that portal, which took him 10 seconds, and he went from level one to level eight. Uh, that's gonna be a hard one to beat. February 21st, NIA regrets to inform you that they've decided to cancel perpetual hexathlon. So this is one of the first times we're starting to see things with COVID starting to change official things in Ingress. Up to that point, they, there was a lot of talk about it, and they, they really, really tried to push it off as much as they can, keep things going. Uh, but it was February 21st that um, they postponed uh, mission days that uh, planned for March 1st. Uh, the NL 1331 European Tourist Cities, were confirmed the tour was supposed to start on May 9th in Munich, Germany. Um, they were all ready to go, but as you as you noticed, uh, that didn't really go. We did do something big that day on February 21st. Agents reached the base target for the Didec Field Challenge. So in just six days, they made the 5.5 million fields. Uh, then we go on to February 24th. By that time, the Didec Global Challenge was one. So we reached the higher tier, made 8,730,000 control fields. Uh, so what they got from that is double drop rate of Ada and ref- Jarvis's, and double AP for resonators, links, and fields that were destroyed. And they ran that till March 2nd. So February 26th, a new version rolls out 2.41.2. Uh, the new feature that was added at this point was portal scanning. It was an opt-in update that enabled agents to scout additional existing portals. So it was the first shot at doing portal scanning with the UI. Um, it also introduced the scout medals. So you got the first look at those medals uh, the, as they were originally reduced uh, introduced. Bronze was 50 scans, silver 250, gold was 1,000, platinum 3,000, and onyx 6,000 scans. That's a lot of scans. February 27th, perpetual digital bundles arrive. So you could put out the, the money and get a Roland Jarvis medal or a Hank Jarvis Johnson medal or a Yuri Negressa medal along with other things. Um, and that's when they are pretty sure that Milan was not going to go. So just a little bit later on the 29th was hexathlon day. And really that was probably the last large scale public event uh, to be held for ingress due to the pandemic so it was the last time that people got together and did something um, there were two badges that were available the perpetual hexathlon badge and the elite medal um, to get the regular hexathlon badge you had to complete a number of challenges there were six of them so it was like destroy six enemy resonators uh destroy uh 30 resonators 30 glyph hack points make 36 portal hacks five mods on friendly portals and acquire six artifacts um, and that would get you the, the low end badge so to say to get the elite medal you had to be in the top 10 percent of any any one of those challenges on the leaderboard. So that event went on in a number of places Portugal, Thailand, uh, Bulgaria, Slovakia, Argentina, uh, Texas and Florida in the United States, India, Australia, New Zealand, Mexico, uh, France and there were a lot of people at those events uh, I think it was some people figured this is going to be the last time we're going to be able to do this. So I think France had like 450 people at at that Hexathlon. March 2nd, uh, another prime version comes out, uh, version 2.41.4. Again, it added the portal scanning as an opt-in um, and give the, the additional information whenever you get those portals scanned and uh it's initially launched to level 16 in Recursed Agents. So it was no longer an opt-in. It was just available to everybody. And there were some bug fixes and UI changes. March 7th was a first Saturday, and it was the last in-person first Saturday. At the time, we didn't know that, but that was the last one that uh people traveled to the first Saturdays. March 8th, uh <laughs> they talk about... Uh, Bangladesh having a Mission Day event and having everything all set to go for March 20th. That later got postponed and, and I'm pretty sure later got just canceled. March 9th uh, is probably the first time that officially Niantic released a statement regarding ingress events and COVID-19. So uh, the full thing was that their plans for ingress events remained the same. They advise people to exercise caution and your best judgment when making uh, travel arrangements in advance. And then there were a number of things that they kind of called off. So registration for the Munich Anomaly and Lexicon Hexathlon will open. However, they said that due to the CDC regulations, the one in South Korea will remain closed with the decision to proceed or cancel that event uh, to be announced on April 3rd. Which, of course, you figured out that didn't go. Um, so they were still evaluating the situation, looking at the other hexathon cities to see whether it can be, be done with the elevated health risk in the countries and, uh, regulations. March 12th, um, an opt-in rollout of portal scanning starts. So level 16 recursed agents in version 2.41. The scan portal button is enabled. Um, and they can contribute twenty. I'm sorry, two hundred portal scans per day, or per thirteen day window. Not per day. We had a lot of scanning. And uh, like uh, previous versions or multi phase releases, they were going to bring that level down to bring more and more people into it as uh, they figured out how it worked. March sixteenth, uh, Fev Games cancels the April first Saturday events. So if you had somebody that said they went to a first Saturday event uh, uh, in April of 2020, uh, probably not the truth. It wouldn't have been an official event. So due to various efforts put in place around the world uh, because of COVID, uh, they decided to cancel all April first Saturday events, which really it was the only one that they canceled. Uh, They turned around rather quickly and came up with the virtual first Saturday events. March 16th, uh my nyanic officially announces postponing of all events in particular uh the first saturday of course on the 14th on the 4th the lexicon hexathlon on the 25th of april the may 9th requiem in munich um the may 9th to july 3rd nl 1331 tour so this is the point they said that we really just can't do this we can't have people traveling uh they're looking for alternatives For the next time span of 12 months. So they're figuring out that by March, which would be March of this coming year, maybe we'll be back to normal. That was their guess at that time. So they made some announcements that they, they announced that there would be a, a boost item that would help agents earn additional AP for 30 minutes. We find out what that is a little later this, in this year. Um, the March Optima Global Challenge at that time. Uh, they figured it was going to continue, but the goal has been reviewed to allow agents to complete the challenge through solo play and responsibly distancing from each other. So there was a number of changes they made, and uh, they were looking at uh, 12 missions for the bronze tier medal. Again, that all kind of changed. And temporarily, they allowed agents to deploy two L8s and two L7 resonators to, in- to be able to do what they called asynchronous portal farming. Okay, what that really means is you can deploy enough to portals that you can farm it yourself. So you don't have to have a friend or someone else to help you build portals and farm things. March 19th, uh, Niantic decided to bring some changes to the portal network during the coronavirus outbreak. So the 16th, they said they were going to make some changes. Uh, 19th is when we actually heard what those were. Uh, one of the big ones that, that really helped out, might have been a little late for some uh, people that couldn't travel, but it was welcome when it did get there. For the Sojourner Metal, a portal recharge counted as a portal hack. So you no longer had to get out and get to a portal and make that hack to keep that Sojourner going. You could simply charge it as long as you had a key and it was decaying. Uh, you could deploy, again, two eights and two L7s. Um, the portal cooldown period reduce, was reduced to 90 seconds, and the portal hack burnout Was increased to 16 hacks and what this did is it allowed you to to really work over one portal for quite a while Uh, so it didn't take you long to cool down and you could keep hacking it so you could generate that gear rather quickly from one portal instead of having to move and find a bunch of other portals and get gear. March 20th, Niantic creates a centralized place for all things Wayfair Uh, they have a new location community.wayfair.nioticlabs.com, and they change where the mission creator website is. That moves to something that's a little easier. Always had to look that up in, in Google to figure out what the URL well now was. Now it's pretty easy. Uh, you can just go to missions.ingress.com. Uh, March 23rd, new version, uh, 2.43.3 comes out, mostly uh, UI and bug fixes, uh, portal scanning, Uh, is kind of uh, fixed a little bit. March 24th, more portal scanning stuff uh, goes out to recursed agents. The 25th, uh, NIAIDIC starts a favorite portal initiative in their Ingress forum and their social media accounts. And what they were asking was that you would put out a screenshot of your favorite portal key and you explain why it holds something special in your memories and tag it. Uh, and if you were in on that, you were awarded with a special passcode that you could spare with a friend, and they ran that till April 15th. Uh, again, another way to get people involved without actually having to get out and do anything. March 31st, our agents reported the portal scan feature has been enabled down to level 12 now, and glyph hacking or recharging any portal successfully marked your attendance in a virtual global NL1331X meetup, and uh, the advanced NL1331 meetups, Metal, goes up by one. I think I might have missed that. I don't remember getting that one. Uh, April 2nd, a new item. It looked like a SIM card, sort of, it, by the title of the Access Point Exploit. We know it as the Apex. Temporarily modifies the ingress scanner to multiply AP earned for 30 minutes. And at that time, uh, they put it out and they were thinking in the future they may change the time from 30 minutes to something less. I think we're still at 30 minutes on, on it. Um, and they think there might be variants of 1.5X or 1.25X, uh, which we haven't seen that yet. Av- available only in the store. Um, you can use multiple, so you can kind of stack it and get up to two hours of double AP. Uh, and during double ap events you can apex to get the double double so you can get the 4x which really gets you to move up quickly and to get people to use it they gave away four free apexes in the store all you had to do is ring it up and not pay for it april 3rd the nl 1331x avatar is available uh in the scanner, and they also put out some wallpapers within L1331X available through a Google Drive link, so you could make your screen look very 1331. April 4th, Niantic has made more makes more changes to incentive playing from home. Uh, they upped the AP for recharging portals to 65 AP each time you charged it. The decay rate was reduced from 15% to just 5%, and the agents could create up to 180 missions. Again, you really, if you had access to one or two portals, you could do quite a bit. Uh, April 6th, they had another update, 2.44.1. It just fixed some uh, bugs and some sign-on options. They had some problems with sign-ons because they were using not only Google, but Apple and some other things. So they had some issues that that resolved. April 7th, Fev Games gets the first clue to Battle Beacons in, in an Ingress Prime teardown. Uh, so they did a teardown, and they're finding a number of things. They didn't know exactly what it was at that time. Uh, they just called it Battles. April 19th, P.A. Chapeau announced two new Unique Medals to be awarded to agents after the tessellation ends. Uh, the Paragon, which was an individual achievement awarded to agents for participation in the tessellation. Now, that was kind of the higher one. You had to do a number of things, things like be a first discoverer or you retrieve a physical tesserae, uh, a live drop, attendee, decoders, those type of things. And then there was the night of the tessellation, which was a group achievement awarded to those agents that contributed with at least one qualifying tesserae sh- screenshot, or qualifying for Paragon, you know, the one above it. So that particular medal was awarded to all agents. Gold if you were in the winning faction, silver if you were in the runner-up. Uh, April twentieth, uh, Prime version 2.45.1 comes out again, some more bug fixes. April twenty-second, Fev Games releases all the details for the first Saturday completely from home. So they didn't call it virtual first Saturday just yet, but they had come up with in that short amount of time, a way to do a first Saturday at home. Uh, that was to be held on May 2nd in response to the COVID pandemic. So they had something that you could actually work with there. Um April 25th, agents are reporting that the portal scans are available now down to level 8. And there's a change in Wayfarer. One agreement now counts for two on your recon instead of just one. Again, rewarding people for doing things at home instead of being out in the field. April 30th, archives. Hank Johnson loadout kit becomes available, and it's in in store. So it's there uh, till May 6th. So you get a Hank Johnson medal and a couple other things, 25 Resonators, 25 Hypercubes, which is good, and four Apexes. Some people start to complain about, you know, you're buying those character medals and not actually meeting them. And uh, that something that continues throughout the year and people continue to either love or hate. Uh, May 4th, a new version again comes out, 2.46.1, just some more bug fixes. Uh, and the very next day, on May 5th, uh, Feb Games does a teardown of that version, and they find some things called Battle Beacons, App Rating, Subscription Store, Fireworks, and Performance Management. So they don't actually have these in the game, but they see things that indicate that these are things that are coming down the pike. It generates a little bit of excitement. May 8th, uh, Level 11 agents are able to access... Uh, and review portals in Wayfair. So they moved that down a little bit. June 1st, getting into summer in my part of the world, uh, a new Ingress Prime update is rolling out to the scanners. That's 2.482. Added a loading icon to portal keys to differentiate between neutral portal keys and those that are not yet loading. So that's bug fixes and those kind of things. June 4th. Subscription survey sent to agents asking, what would you like to see in a subscription service? So the choices that that they presented to the people they sent the uh, survey out to was you could add 200 more to your inventory. Got a medal on an emblem to indicate that you're subscribed gave you a plus 200 chaotic matter units or CMU so that you could buy things in the store and gave you a loadout kit of defensive items. So that was the first choice. Second choice is very close to that. They bump it up a little bit. 500 plus to your inventory. Again, the metal and the emblem. Plus 500 CMU, a loadout kit, uh, building and defensive items. And the top one, they asked, what about 1,000 added inventory, a metal and an emblem, plus 1,000 uh, CMU, to spend in the store a loadout kit of boost building and defensive items so they are asking the players what would you like to see in a subscription service uh june 5th drone net starts to roll out in its first design there are a lot of posts explaining how it works and uh, a few problems um but it was not bad when it started june 8th Uh, Starting on that date, level 10 agents and up could review way spots on the Wayfair. And again, they were given two to the Recon Medal every time that you did one. June 16th, uh, June 2020 marked the 50th anniversary of the LGBTQ pride tradition. And this is one of the first times I remember that... um, Officially in the scanner that Nyanic is celebrating some outside event or, you know, social consciousness, whatever you want to call it. So to raise awareness for lesbian, gay, bisex, transgender, queer community, uh, they temporarily enabled Rainbow XM through June 30th. So the XM in the scanner were all different colors, the colors differing depending upon the level of the resonators and they gave you a passcode for 20 resonators of each level. Again, if you were level eight, you get them all lower, you could get them all, but that'll allow you to create your own rainbow of resonators. Uh, June 26th. Some good news for the metal lovers. Niantic has opened their archives uh, to make a 2014 character medal available, and that was the Oliver Light Le- Leighton Wolf Medal. So that metal is, was the most rare of all metals. Uh, there was a lot of people that were really ticked off about that because that was one that, you know, was a rare one. And now you could just buy it in the store and get some, you know, resonators and hypercubes and apex for it. Um, what it did do is those people that were selling it on eBay or things that for big money that just cut the market out on that real quick. Um, so. You might see that Oliver Layton Wolf uh, icon in somebody's uh, inventory. It could mean that they actually had it from 2014. It could be they picked it up in 2020. Uh, June 28th, uh, new version rolling out 2.50.1. Um, that made a lot of improvements for drone net and again, some UI and some bug improvements. June 29th, they posted an update regarding the live events for 2020. So they were st- up to this point. They'd still been holding out that we might be able to do things. At this point, uh, they said no an- anomalies are going to be played this year, but they gave you some alternatives. Provided um, the company is planning to introduce battle beacons, uh, new game mode. So they mentioned it. And they said it will probably be out sometime in quarter three. Um, connected cells with regional scoring and global challenge base around movement maybe live events happening this year. I don't think we really saw that. I don't know exactly how that kind of worked out. And when public gatherings return, uh, expect small-scale live events to with attention to public health and practices. So they they were saying, you know, we're, we're going to have the smaller events. It's going to be a while before we get back to the big events like uh, anomalies. July 2nd, they added the Black Lives Matter beacon uh, which were free to purchase in the store. Uh, you could put it up over a portal for four hours, and you could show your support for the Black Lives Matter movement. July 3rd, good day to do it. They added a new beacon type, the fireworks. A good day to do it right before July 4th, which is celebrated in the United States as Independence Day. So you can put that on any portal. Uh, you can actually put it with existing beacons like a, a fracker or, or other things um, and they make sound and they move so you could get uh, three of them for 1,000 and uh, you get them in, in your faction. July 7th uh, they organize a Wayfair AMA so they've had AMAs for ingress now you have one for Wayfair. July 10th a new version comes out version 2.51.1 uh, a new metal is there we had the scout badge and now they throw in the scout controller badge and kind of confusing on that one at the start, but it deals with whether you uh, have the highest amount of scans on a portal in the last 30 days. So if somebody has one scan and you have two, you become the scout controller and it'll last for 30 days uh, unless somebody scans it more times than you do. So they're really pushing the idea of getting people out to do scans Uh, that's a way that people can get out and participate, but they really don't have to participate with other people. Um, Metal is tiered. So the bronze one was 100 scans, silver 500, gold 1,000, platinum 5,000, and onyx 15,000. That's a lot of scans. Uh, July 13th. Those scout controller badges start to sh- pop up in in scanners, and July fourteenth, the tessellation officially concludes. So it started back in twenty nineteen, I believe it was. Then it had been going, and it really changed whenever COVID hit. Uh, but they continued with it, so it concluded. Final scores for the tessellation: Nemesis had sixty, Enlightened one sixty two, and Ares were the winner with one hundred and ninety five. As for what the res got out of it, uh, that time <laughs> wasn't real sure what was going to get out of it. July 16th uh, made some changes to the way that the Intel map worked. So, um, what it had was the way that it loaded when it was very densely populated it took a long time. So, it tried to load everything at once. They changed the way that it worked, and they were able to now because uh, they had changed the servers on the back end. And there was a big difference in how long it took uh, that Intel to render things. And they gave an example that they had one that had a lot of portals, and it took 75 seconds for that to render in the old method. With the new method, three and a half seconds. So a big difference whenever you're using the stock Intel map. July 24th, new version 2.52.1. Uh, no new features, uh, but it fixed a lot of agent reported issues, and the mission authoring tool got some changes at that date. July 31st, agents reporting rollout of the Gold Knight, Silver Knight, and Paragon medals for the tessellation. They start to pop up in the scanners. Also, NIA announces battle beacons will be tested. In two places, New Zealand and Taiwan. So, August 1st, Battle Beacon testing starts uh, on a live Twitch stream, and that was the one that was in New Zealand. And August 5th, Niantic is starting a new initiative uh, to showcase best ops. So, they had the Sit Rep Spotlight, uh, which a good thing, but I don't know that many people were doing. Uh, operations at that time. August 8th is level 8 day, 8-8. Eight, eight. Uh, so they re-enable location edits on portals, uh, although that wasn't part of level 8 day, but uh, it limits you to move those portals about 15 meters um, instead of, you know, cross town. But uh, those edits are limited to level 12 agents and up. But for the level 8 day, They put out a free loadout kit, eight Apex and eight Fireworks, four of each uh, Res and lighten. August 11th, uh, Prime 2.53.2 comes out, uh, focuses on the app's reliability under weak signal conditions. And that was a real welcome one for people that are rural areas like me because up to this point, the new scanner was just hard to use in many places, whereas... Where you could you know get signal and operate with the redacted scanner, there are places where you just couldn't get uh, Prime to actually work. So it's after this time and a couple other updates after that that Prime works better in low signal areas. It's still not as good as redacted was, but it's much better than it was. Uh, they also made some changes to bug fixes and uh, the fire button, a couple other things they changed. August twenty first. Uh, another update 2.54.1 um, they make some changes for portal scans uh, it you know detects excessive darkness a lack of movement so you know up to that point you could scan it by just standing there so now it has you have to move around to actually get it to work uh, they also change it to reduce the scanning encoding time uh, so that it doesn't take so long on the back end. Uh, Scout controller Onyx was also lowered down to 12,000 scans uh, because 15,000 is a little bit high. Uh, and as a measure to reduce spam on comp, uh, they made some changes. They, they were seeing that there was a lot of spam, especially for low-level agents, and people were kind of baiting low-level agents and things of that nature. So agents with levels one to seven were not able to post messages from the Intel map, only from the scanner app. Uh, so kind of took it down a little bit. August 22nd, a Twitch video of the live test of the Battle Beacons in Taiwan is released. I remember watching that and I was like, oh my god, this is going to be great. Um, I haven't been in a Battle Beacon event just yet, but I look forward to it. August 25th. August 25th, 2020 marks the 2000th day since the creation of the Sojourner Badge. So if you run across an agent that has a Sojourner streak that's over 2,000, you know they've probably been in it since the beginning. Uh, August 26th, uh, Brian Rose announced that Ingress will be added to Niantic's social game list again. Uh, Some people had some problems with that because they didn't want to be listed. Eventually they make it so that you could list it or not. Uh, But they also make two temporary changes Returning to their original values. So they're kind of backing off of the things that they changed for COVID. The portal decay rate went back to its original 15% per day uh, to increase portal turnover rate because you take a portal and it would take it forever to decay. And the hack burnout returned to its original four hacks. Um, September 3rd, new version 2.55.1, just some portal scanning fixes and bug fixes. Uh, September 16th, they've made four changes to how portal scans work in the newest version, which was 2.55. Um, the Scout Controller's Onyx tier, again, reduced to 12,000 instead of 15,000. The encoding screen uh, was totally removed, um, and that reduced the size of the scan. Uh, 200 portal scan limit refreshes every seven days instead of fourteen. And the minimum portal scan duration is increased. So it used to be that you had to move for five seconds and then you could submit it. Now it's up to 15 seconds. So you don't have to scan all the way around uh, on the indicator. Just the first 15 seconds and then you're able to submit it. Because sometimes it's a small thing. It doesn't take you that long to walk around it. September 28th, uh, new version 2.56.2, general bug fixes, some visual refreshments. Um, remove some ghost portals whenever you're using beacons things like that. That was a real problem, so they solved that issue. September 29th, uh, Nyanic announces portal recharge won't count towards the Sojourner metal anymore, which was a good move. I mean, you had the drone that you could hack with, so hacks and drone hacks count towards your Sojourner. The problem was that not everybody was aware of that, and they were counting on those recharges to count as a Sojourner tick and uh, screwed up some agents on their Sojourner badges. There were some other updates, Battle Beacon updates, uh, access to purchase the Battle Beacon for 5,000 CMU, and you had to be an agent that had at least 40 million AP. So this was not really based on your level, because if you recursed, you know, you go from 16 to 1, uh, it's based on your AP. So any agent can participate in the battle, you just have to have 40 million AP to start one up. Uh, and you can put it on just about any portal. Uh, you can put fireworks and all kinds of stuff along with it. Um, and also they change a little bit so that the target portal can be inoculated prior to deploying a battle beacon because with the battle beacons the way that they work is who controls that particular portal at a particular time. And before that uh, The first round, they figured out, hey, all I have to do is wait till it gets down to the countdown and throw a virus on it, and we'll get that first round or the last round if nobody's done it. So now they allow you to inoculate it before. That way, you can't kind of game that situation. October 5th, uh, changes and updates in the stock Intel. And there were good changes. Uh, they gave you some access to the mission creator. Log in, it's right there, nearby missions. And if you zoomed in close enough, you got a filtering choice. So you could filter the map by faction, you know, resistance or enlightened or neutral. Uh, the links you can turn those on or off, portal level range. So you can say, I only want to see uh, portals that are level, I don't know, one to six. Uh, or by health of the portals. So I'll show my only portals that are 25% charge or 75% charge. Uh, much like IITC has had for a long time, and it works fairly well. October 9th, new version, 2.572, mostly bug fixes. October 11th, NIA teases the kinetic capsule. They put out a YouTube video, but they don't really explain what it is, for just a little while, October 19th. uh, They announced the details about the kinetic capsule. So, it's given to every agent level six and up. Um, it's indestructible. It's reusable. You can't hack it. Uh, and you can craft items. So, you're able to make very rare portal shields, very rare heat sinks, very rare multi hacks, or soft bank ultralinks. So, that kind of filled in the, uh, ability to get those VR, they get that VR gear without actually being out in the field and, you know, mixing with other people. Um, but it does it is based on you moving so I think it's a pretty good uh, pretty good addition October 23rd uh, new version 2.58.1 some bug fixes for com and drone behavior also um, they announced at this time that the nemesis sequence is staying on hold um, And it's going to resume when the final requiem anomaly whenever that is, uh, is it goes off. Um, anomaly points earned from Umbra and myriad anomalies will be factored into Nemesis sequence scoring. So again, they're, they're just trying to hold on to, uh, the things that they started so they could finish it. Um, they announced that competitive season ingress will begin with the EOS or EOS protocol, a three stage event, which, uh, runs November to December. Um, One faction winner for Phase 1, Phase 2, and Phase 3. So, October 30th, uh, just some straight-up scanner bling. Uh, You can buy the All Hallows' Eve medal to celebrate Halloween. Um, Then we've got November 2nd. They give all the details about the EOS protocol that was kind of mentioned earlier. So the first phase of three, called Light Up the Portal Network, ran from November 9th to November 17th. And it was a global challenge uh, capturing portals and neutralizing enemy portals. So it is kind of getting people out there and playing. Uh, Each unique portal captured per agent is awarded three points towards their metal count. Uh, Each unique portal neutralized per agent is one towards their metal count and portals already captured will still count for the challenge Um, and they had a threshold of 5 million points Uh, if that threshold was met each faction would earn a victory point and then they had all this other stuff about what they would do Um, and they talked about recommended for all agents to play safe and go through the guidelines and health organization so they were they were trying to start it back up at that time um, but November 5th just a couple days later uh, they removed a number of things in that they removed the global challenge thresholds individual tier challenges the medals and the faction winner and the VLA stuff VLA stuff so They tried to start it up, but then they saw that it just wasn't really going to work, so they they backed off of it. Uh, November 12th, uh, Niantic releases their new version of Wayfair. Um, They add and rework the categories uh, to reframe about the concept of what makes a good portal and how people should work together. So they threw out some eligibility criteria, uh, acceptance criteria, rejection criteria, and content guidelines. So uh, it was uh, Wayfair was getting a lot of just junk portals and so they were trying to refine that to make it better. Uh, November 13th released their notes on 2.592 update again, mostly bug fixes just that time. November 16th the Apple App Store page for Ingress states, that there is an Ingress Core, C-O-R-E, subscription as a possible in-app purchase. And it looks like the U.S. price to be $4.99 a month. We really, at this point, don't know what Core stands for. Uh, and we're not sure what all is going to be in that subscription. But they're moving forward with it. November 18th, the Resonance Medal celebrating Ingress's 8th anniversary rolls out to agents uh, who scored at least one AP. And that's a, a weird-looking uh Badge kind of looks like a, uh, an eight or an infinity symbol, kind of laying on its side. Um, November thirtieth, new version two point six zero two. Newsfeed is added to comp, so now they have a way to put those messages right in uh, to the newsfeed or comp itself. Uh, they also have had had changes to the scanner so that you could get those messages about upcoming events whenever the scanner actually starts. Um, Scan portal button was added to the portal details, making it easier to find. Um, So there's a lot of things that they add in there. Um, I skipped one. i got to go back to November 20th. Phase two of the EOS protocol was there, see new eyes, and that was up to the 30th. So it ran from the 20th to the 30th. So they gave bonuses for um, drone net, they halved the cooldown time, three x AP for portal photo submissions, two x AP for resonator upgrades, two x recon metal credit for wayfarer agreements, two x portal scan limits, and 500 AP for every successful portal scan. So the they're really starting to push the idea of scanning and rewarding players for those scans. Um, December first, the news tab and comms. Uh, and keeping the 500 AP starts to really show up, actually, in the scanners. December 2nd, players reporting that uh, a proper bug reporting tool has been added to the ingress forms. So up to that time, it was just a kind of a, a duck shoot as to where do I report that I have a bug? And now they have a, a specialized place for you to do that. December 4th, Phase 3 of the EOS Protocol event, Capture Their Minds begins. Uh, it runs to the 14th, double XP, uh, for link and fielding and three times for drop rate of rare link amps and soft bank ultralinks. So, the again, they're getting people out there and playing, but they're trying to keep it from having large groups. December 7th, uh, Nyanic announces introduction of a fast track support program that's mostly used for major spoofing incidents. And throughout the year, they had a lot of problem with spoofing, uh, which is kind of understandable if people can't get out and they're seeing something that they can't get to it, uh, they're probably going to be more susceptible to trying spoofing. Um, so they're really trying to crack down on spoofing, and they want people to be able to you know, report it, but they don't want it to be overused. So they have the fast track program that lets you report that, um, and hopefully then they can stop it in its track and maybe even you know reverse some of the stuff that's happened. December 10th, uh, got an update 2.61. And with that one, they added Volatile Scout Portals. Uh, so they made some changes that you would see in the scanner. Uh, you also see on the map they would use um, an indicator. It's kind of a yellow, two yellow squares that uh, goes around a portal. And basically what that indicated, that is if you scan that portal, uh, you're going to get three scans to your credit instead of one. Uh, again, they're trying to up the number of scans, and that's you know getting those people out there, uh, getting them to play, but not necessarily interacting with other people. And the subscription icon kind of leaks out about that time. So we know subscription's in the works, but we still don't know exactly what it is. And that brings us up to the end of the year. Uh, so hopefully within the next year, uh We're going to see the vaccinations and COVID just back off completely, and maybe we'll have those large-scale events again. And I'm hoping that I'm going to see you in the field sometime soon, agents. So long. you want to keep prime tips coming your way then consider becoming a prime tips supporter for as little as a buck a month you can support prime tips as we give you new ways to enjoy ingress and your ingress prime scanner so throw us a buck or two we can use it for important things like gas food frackers and most importantly, creating Prime Tips podcast and videos. That's right, I said videos. Every Prime Tip audio podcast has a Prime Tips video to go with it because you know, sometimes it's just easier to see something done instead of hearing how something's done. So, become a Prime Tips supporter. Visit bitly/slash Prime Tips support. That's b i t l y slash capital P r i m e capital T i b s. Capital S U P P O R T, and to watch our videos, go to bitly/primetipsvideo. That's b i t . l y slash capital P R I M E capital T I P S capital V I D E O. Check the show notes for these and other Prime Tips links. Thanks.